This is Opposite Attraction, Season 4, Episode 10. A salute to all nations, but mostly Florida. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, keep your arms, legs, and purses and dogs inside the vehicle at all times, because this here is Opposite Attractions. I am your host, Scotty Moore, joined as always by the littlest mouseketeer himself, Mr. Jimothy Murphy! I, I think somebody stole my purse. Yep. <laughs> and my little it. dog. Should have kept that in the vehicle at all times, uh, Holmes. Son of a gun. So let's just get straight into Disney news, because the other day, one of my friends, uh, uh, shit, I can't remember his name, but he was part of the great Epcot drunk run that happened, which I don't know if we've talked about on the show. Um, he tweeted out that they're going to do the new Epcot like replacement show, and it is Epcot Forever. And it's going to be nothing but classic Epcot tunes, to which I replied, so what you're saying is it's going to be 20 minutes of fucking Journey into Imagination with Bob Iger in the center with a sparkler, just like, fuck all of you. I don't appreciate that, because there are some really good old Epcot songs. See, that's the thing. Like, the history of Epcot is something I want to get into, but I just, it's, no, I can't. Uh... I I don't remember the name of the Horizons song off the top of my head. Yeah. But um but like Tomorrow's Child from Spaceship Earth back in the eighties, that was an awesome little song. Yeah. Or what you do is remix um Ellen DeGeneres calling Judy stupid Judy into a sick dubstep remix. <laughs> And that's what it's gonna be. Stu, 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 stupid Judy. And then that's when, like, the cool fireworks happen, as opposed to the normal fireworks. So, I guess the Horizon song was called New Horizons. Well, that's creative. I thought there was another, I could have swore there was another song, but apparently that's it. Yeah, um, teach me about Horizons, because I don't, Jim, I'm sitting at your feet, Uncle Jim, <laughs> oh, that's not good, that's not good, uh, Uncle Jimothy, tell me the story of the Horizons, because I just know it was a ride, and that's it. Um, I actually never got to ride Horizons, sadly, but when yeah. it, it was in, it was where Mission Space is now, Okay. and it was essentially like... Uh, carousel progress in the future, but an omni mover. That so, fucking sounds dope as hell. Why so is instead that not of out? so instead of being a you know theater in the round, it was essentially like the future, but you're in this little car and you go through, and it's like it's literally kind of like the, a great but beautiful tomorrow. It's like here's how people would live, you know, in space and wait. Like, so you're uh, saying. You're saying it's like those old school Looney Tunes cartoons where there'd be like, this is the kitchen of the future. It has and an oven that bakes dogs. Like, there wait, was, know, what the there fuck? was a robot butler. Did he have um, a name? I don't think so. I might have a, I might have a figure of him somewhere, but what? I don't know where. Why um, is his name not Robutler? <laughs> I don't think they ha- he had a name, but the, the thing that was 
creative about it was that at the end you got to choose like how you went back to earth or whatever and you got to choose like where you landed or something or where you visited and it was like underwater or uh what are the other two there was i think there was like an orange grove you could like fly over or something and it actually smelled like oranges so there was that whole thing from soren but it was like uh, a video screen, like it show you a little video thing on in like like kind of oh, like how Spaceship okay. Earth does now, I think. Because yeah. apparently the models they used for it were like in an airplane hangar in Southern California, and they were like the size of a football field, and they just got like a camera crane and flew over it, and that That's was how sick. they made the that was how they made the scenes. But I, there was three of them. There was underwater, and I think there was a farming one, and then I don't remember what the third one was. I just want to say, like, this ride sounds amazing, but you gotta learn how to make your pitches better, because you started it with, it's like a carousel of progress. I'm like, I'm, but, no, I'm it, good, it was considered It was considered the sequel of Carousel of Progress oh, okay. when it was made. But I want, it pretty I much died ride. because... I, I guess it had that journey into imagination problem, where, like, in 1982, 283 it was the shit but by the time like 93 or 4 rolled around people just did not care at all the disney quest problem yes we all know (laughs) um yeah no i I want to disney quest failed because they just were like you're not really making a lot of money you're making some money you're not making a lot of money so screw you we're not gonna give you any more that was their problem you're also not repairing any of your games and you could have the worst game of duck, uh, uh, fucking Mighty Ducks hockey you could ever play because only one person wins because his thing is broken. <laughs> no, all you gotta do is go to the bottom. All you had to do was go to the bottom left of the board, and you pretty much could run the, run the table. Yeah, no, none of us were able to control what was happening, Jim Murphy. <laughs> we just kind of moved around, and at one point I looked, and I had like 10,000 points versus everyone else having like two. And I'm like, oh, I picked the right one then, I guess. <laughs> but but now going I... back to Horizons, you're talking about like this is the future. I want this, but held by Tim Allen. Or specifically <laughs> Tim the Tool Man Taylor, and it'll be like the episodes of uh, Tool Time where they're showing the man's kitchen and then the man's garage and then this is just this welcome to the man's future. It's not it's not horizons, it's him eisens. It's him eisens. <laughs> like just nothing but naked women and Tim Allen going hur, 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 hur. Oh, so Jim Murphy, this is a podcast, so I've been told. Where we build our own theme park. It is a comedy design podcast. No one said it could be done, but we fucking (laughs) did it. And this season, as I've had to say almost ten times now, we're rocking in the free world with an American-themed theme park. All of our rides are based off of states, and this... Oh, this time I gave us a doozy. My favorite state, to be honest. And that is, of course, the state of Florida. If you're right, please tell me your ride's just entirely based around Florida. And you're like, I misunderstood the prompt. I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. It's a drop Mine is ride. worse. It's a drop ride set to get low. And you're like, you should have got low. Fuck! No, my, my, all, everything in my ride is sort of like all of your rides in that they're all shaped similarly like male genitalia. Okay, fair point. That was 
That was last season, Jim, to be fair. <laughs> um, but I will start off with mine. And mine, um, I honestly think you'll be really into, because I kind of stole your board game idea and turned it into a ride. And for once, uh, the outside show building, you walk up, and would you like to guess what it looks like? Spaceship no, Earth. No, oh god, yes, <laughs> never mind, it's Spaceship Earth. No, I was just saying, because everything I've made this season has an looks... entrance into a bar, but this oh, I one's forgot. not. Instead, this one looks like a magnificent arch, overstretching the whole Florida area, welcoming you, beckoning you into the Disney World. We have to be very careful on how we say the name of the Disney World, because we could get sued very quickly. Uh, spelling on that, please. For uh, my... D-I-S-N-A hyphen world. And I know okay. what you're thinking, I but assumed. no, there is no whirl in the ride. <laughs> <laughs> so as you enter this arch, you suddenly find yourself not in Florida anymore. You're pacing beside an airport. And you're actually in one of the, uh, travel tubes. That's (laughs) what we'll call them. The travel tubes with the special walkways that move. And you can kind of see, like, airplanes flying away. You can actually see departure times on the wall. And then this is also where you get the spiel about, like, hey, fucking don't be a dick on the ride. Um, and so now you go and you enter your cart. And your cart looks like an old-school Disney vehicle, but you're not in Disney World yet. You're still in the airport, and oh, no, the ride dude, ride, (laughs) the ride beast announces that there's only five minutes left before your flight leaves, and you're late, and boom, cart lurches forward, going from, how fast does, um, uh, uh, rocket, rocket, fuck, Aerosmith shocker ride go? Um, 50, 60, 60, 58? It's like, it's like 0 to 60. It's 0 to 60 in 2.8 seconds. All right, well, this one goes from 0 to 61 in 2.8 seconds. Um, (laughs) And then as you go, you hear the sounds of an airplane taking off, and then whoosh, you're caught up in the sky. And now this is kind of the big roller coaster section of it, so there's like loop-de-loops and whirls and all kinds of fantastic things you can see sky around the outside but i kind of want it to be dark i don't want it i don't want you shooting through a tunnel where you see airplane shit i want like hints of it like space mountain fuck i remembered it i remember the name for once (laughs) um you get some turbulence so like the cart jitters um and then finally you get set down in front of the gates of disney world the uh, great theme park, all your kids, you hear the children excitedly laughing, getting ready, and you hear it behind you, so it's almost like there is the spirit of a dead child in the ride with you. Oh no. And then you excitedly rush forward, only for the cart to suddenly stop, and then the heaters kick on, simulating hot-ass Florida sun as the cart only lurches forward like one at the time. And that's it. Although, if you do get a fast pass, you get to skip this entire section. Okay. Um, And then you actually see, like, you know in Pirates of the Caribbean, if it gets too cramped up, you can stop and just watch people in front of you drop and scream? That's what happens. Massive drop, huge incline. 
and whoosh. And then suddenly you were transported into a mass magnificent boat ride where Ugandan children are singing to you about Earth or some shit. It doesn't really matter. And so I really like the fact that the beginning of it is this huge like roller coaster of emotion only for you to be placed in essentially our ripoff of we are not we are the world of um, <laughs> it's a what's Lionel Richie doing in here? In fact, hold on, Jim. What's that? I'm getting a I'm getting a message from my build team right now. Yes, we have gotten Lionel Richie for the ride. So now there's also an animatronic Lionel Richie singing "We Are the World." Uh, so you go through that for a moment, and then uh, the kids are behind you, like "Yay!" <laughs> the ghost child, and then you go into a world of pirates, and you see cannons, and the kids are they're a little bit spooked, but they're still laughing, they're still happy, and then suddenly you're transported into the haunt. The spook, the scary hotel place, but the ghosts are alive, at which point from the back of your cart, the ghost child emerges, and you're forced, now the cart rockets forward, you're back into that high stakes roller coaster, but fine, and then that's when the kid's back in there, has been retreated back into the cart, and goes, that was scary, that was so scary. But in front of you, you see the ride you've wanted to ride all along. Good old Space Hill. The Space Hill is coming closer and closer. But then suddenly, Ghost Child begins crying and says, I want to go home. And then the cart takes a sad right, taking you away from Space Hill. And you're forced to go back to a hotel, which is actually the gift shop portion of the ride and an actual hotel in the theme park. There's a real hotel within the theme park. You can leave it and just go straight into Free World. And you can also buy merch for the ride, like Mikey Ma- Ma- Mikey Moose ears. Uh, numerous pieces of crappy keech that, like, cost way too much. And also, surprisingly enough, the hotel is the most expensive one you've ever seen on planet fucking Earth, measuring it at about $10,000 a night. And that oh. is... The do you, get, do you get to see Star Wars in there? Because that might be... Uh, <laughs> no, there is no Star Wars. That's it. It's literally just a shitty hotel that you paid $10,000 for so you could stay in the theme park. But yeah, that's the Disney World. I'm not gonna lie. I had the idea of like, why not just simulate an entire vacation? And then I was like, okay, airplane, that could be stressful. You get to the parks, you wait in the hot sun, and then after that I was like, ah, oh, fuck it, I got nothing. That's how much Disney's gotten into my skull, is that I'm just like, nah, man, airplanes might be stressful, the heat might be stressful, but Disney World's never stressful. Actually, oh. hold on, I want to change. The ghost child doesn't come out of the cart. Instead, a terrifying animatronic Mikey Moose comes out and chases your cart down. Rides closed. Guard out front should have told you. <laughs> uh, so that's mine, Jim. Where did you go? I'm uh, mad. I, didn't I really embrace... was expecting you to go to the Florida man. Yeah, uh, I I thought about Florida man. I was going to bring up Florida man, but then I was like, I feel like every ride I made last season was all a Florida man ride. <laughs> because uh, I sort of went in a similar direction as you did. Oh, okay. So, uh, yeah. We'll blend them. We'll blend them together, man. Well, it's not as 
it's uh your your ride was basically like six rides in one. Yeah. My mine is basically four separate rides. Because okay. this is the this is the Central Florida Ferrorama. Okay. That's that's essentially an entire. It's kind of like Chester and Hester's at Animal Kingdom. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, where it's where it's sort of um like kitschy knockoff carnival rides that sort of pay homage to Disney rides, except in this case there are uh, four rides. Two of them are are loosely based on Universal properties, and two of them are very very loosely based on Disney properties. But it is literally a carnival. Wait, okay, so what you're, it's like the, what did you call it? Chester's... You know Chester and Hester's Dino-Rama at Animal Kingdom? Okay, I call it Dino-Rama. I've never called yeah, it Chester yeah, Ch- and Hester's. Ch- yeah, Chester and Hester, the owners and proprietors of Dino-Rama. So it is literally a tiny theme park you're walking into inside yeah. the massive theme park. Yeah, um, so first is uh, Robot Attack, which okay. is... Uh, that you know in uh, the Transformers ride, how like you're you're going along and then you stop and you kind of lift up when you go to the second floor and it's like Optimus is stand there and you go up. Oh yeah, yeah. it's essentially that, but it's just a Ferris wheel with giant <laughs> robots on the outside of it that are that kind of sort of look like Optimus Prime and Megatron, but not enough where we would get sued. Wait, so you're saying like the bottom half of the Ferris wheel you can see, but then it just goes up into this weird show <laughs> building where Optimus Prime is waiting on you? No, no, there, there's literally just a Ferris wheel with two giant fake uh, robots standing outside of it that you can see from the ground. Okay. Also, can I just say, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you finish, but much okay. like Dinorama is complete and utter bullshit because you actually have to pay <laughs> money to do stuff there, unlike anywhere else in a Disney park, can we charge people for fast passes to get on only these four rides? Uh, that is an idea. I did... Uh... Uh, I was going to do the same thing you did, whereas uh, the gift shop would basically have very, very, very high-priced crap. Yep. Uh, the second attraction is called Mad Fast, and instead of being a, a bus through a bad uh, rock hologram, it is just bumper cars. Okay. And there's like a cardboard cut out of Dwayne the Rock Johnson in the Scorpion King, like just <laughs> posted up somewhere. Uh, the third... Is uh, if you've ever seen a helter skelter attraction before, which they're not super popular in the U.S., but it's essentially just like a uh, a playground slide that lo- that's like around the outside of a lighthouse shaped building. Okay, now I know so, what you're talking so, about. So there. it's the, it's it's that's called the uh, the scare spire. It's basically the our tower of terror, where you just walk up the inside of it, and then you ride down a slide instead of dropping. That's yes. that one might be my favorite so far. But that the, one's the, uh, really good. The the coup the 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 big show stopping thing is the Zippity Dino Falls, which is literally imagine if Splash Mountain instead of having cartoon animal characters was cartoony dinosaurs from Jurassic Park. And that's it. <laughs> that's literally all it is. And they sing and uh they basically do the entire story of Splash Mountain, but it's it's Chris Pratt and uh some dinosaurs. Okay. That I are like cartoony. It. I like it, but it's messing with my OCD that there's only four. So here's my fifth edition. Well, I, I was trying to think if I could put SeaWorld in anywhere. No. But no. I, I can't do a petting zoo because Disney already did that. <laughs> so it's not... F- <laughs> no, Jim, in the middle of this bitch is going to be a golf ball. <laughs> a big golf ball. And you walk inside and it's a fucking TV and that's it. And then you just leave. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, it's a TV playing episodes of Bill Nye the Science Guy, and you can just kind of <laughs> chill if you want, or you can leave. We could uh, do it. No, it's literally an actual golf ball, like it has dimples. Yeah, yeah. no, it's going to look like a golf ball from the outside, and you It'll walk in and tee. you can just chill with Bill Nye for a few and then leave. I'm trying to figure out a way we could put a carousel in there. Like, Carousel of Progress is the first thing that comes to mind. I just don't know how we would do it. Well, they've been, a, like, I thought about the carousel because that is kind of a, uh, that was my original idea for the dinosaurs was really just do a carousel where all the horses were dinosaurs, but that's probably a real thing. That's absolutely a real thing. I'm so, surprised that's not at Dinorama. <laughs> well, uh, well, they have the the... The Triceratops spin or whatever the heck that thing's called. Yeah, I've that's I did basically not that. that's uh, it's Dumbo with Triceratopses that can somehow fly. I've not. I'm sure there's another ride that I've actually no Fast and the Furious Supercharged. I did have a 180 on because I now love it because it's <laughs> so bad. I have not had a 180 on a section of a park as hard as I did with Dinorama because the first time we went to uh, went to Animal Kingdom, it was hot. I don't ride. I didn't ride at the time roller coasters, so I didn't want to ride literally anything in the park. And then finally I come across Dinorama and I'm like, this is perfect. It's an old shitty carnival and this is everything I love. And then uh, a few months later, I actually rode that garbage ass time Prime travel. Primeval World. Yes, Primeval World. No, the garbage dookie <laughs> ride where you get your spine broken in half. And at that, that was the point where I was like, hmm, actually, I don't like this point section of the park anymore. It's terrible. It is a really bad part of that park. Like, it, it, it fits in a little with the theme, but, like, just change the theme, really. It doesn't. Like, it doesn't fit, though. Yes, it like, does. Are, wait, hold on. Are you talking about the, because it's dinosaurs in the, the dinosaurs? Theme, the theme of Dino Land is that they discovered dinosaur bones, and the institute was, like, built up around that. But then, like, it's a tourist attraction, so Chester and Hester came to, like, capitalize on the oh. tourists coming to the archaeological site. Okay. Yeah, kind of. there's a restaurantosaurus, and it's, like, hastily tacked onto the end of the sign that says restaurant. Yeah. Well, now, with me, it's just imagining the... I guess fifth day dad who didn't know what Disney World was walking through and being like, oh, this is cool. You just kind of walk through this jungle area and there's like an old prehistoric dinosaur ride. And what the fuck is this? <laughs> That's that the a... bad part of it. Yes. Yes, it is very much. And a it's like thumb. walled off. That's the weird part is that it, there's a fence around it. That's right. <laughs> like, I remember my first time at Animal Kingdom being able, not wanting to ride literally anything and just buying like. A ch one of the chocolate fudge sickles and sitting dejected on the foot of that giant dinosaur like alright whatever you guys go have fun without me then I'm fairly sure I also was watching random WWE matches while they were like yeah we're gonna go ride um, uh, Expedition Everest and I'm like mm, y'all have fun I'm gonna watch <laughs> Daniel Bryan versus CM Punk let's do this <laughs> Oh, so Jim, is there anything else? Anything um, else we need to discuss this week? 
not really, although the fact that you put a hotel in the park makes me wonder what we're going to do for a challenge later, because I had that on the books as a potential later challenge for the season. Let's put in... Well, I also felt like I just wanted to throw in a hotel because fuck it. Like, that's... <laughs> Jim, half of my rides literally at some point just come to me going, fuck it, and then something happens. Um, but yeah, just replace it with like Oregon or some shit. It doesn't matter. And well, yes, I said that entirely because I want to make a Gravity Falls ride. Uh, that's f- actually okay. Because I was kind of waffling between two different things for the challenge for next week. Yeah. They were both sort of the same, but very, very different. So okay. I think we can go with. Because, uh, and I don't know if this technically counts as a state, but I kind of want to do DC. Oh, shit. Wait, just say Washington, and we can pick. Well, yeah, but see, if you're gonna, if you want to do Oregon later... Oh, yeah, and Washington then... is basically worse Oregon. <laughs> That's how they pronounce it up there. That's what the W is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Worst Oregon. Oh, yeah. We, can, we could do Oregon later, even though we, we did do California, but screw it, Oregon's different enough. Yeah. Uh, so we're gonna do the state of D.C., fuck it's yes. the district, the district of D.C. The district of D.C., although, let's be fair, I mean, they've already kind of beat us to the punch with the Hall of Presidents. <laughs> In fact, hold on, I'm gonna call my shot right now. Next week, my ride will be officially called Better Hall of Presidents. <laughs> and it's just the same ride, except now they all have guns. In fireworks, and that's they're, they're all played by Muppets. They're all played by Muppets. They have guns, and they fight each other. Oh shit! That's not. I, I can't get into it. I can't before next week. Yeah, but uh, Sam the Eagle would play Andrew Jackson. No man, I'm in a completely different world right now. And I, I mean, to all nations, but mostly fuck the Native Americans. Well, no, in all likelihood, I'll forget this, so I might as well just get it out of my stupid mouth now. <laughs> I want to do fucking medieval times, but with presidents. <laughs> <laughs> so they're just like, up next, Andrew Jackson versus Barack Hussein Obama. And then they just come out, and it's like per- impress- uh, impersonators with swords, and they beat each oh, other down. I really want to see William Howard Taft on a horse jousting. Oh, shit. I think we may have talked about this on the show, but I'm fuck it. I'll talk about it again, because you brought up Taft, and we have to waste time anyways. <laughs> oh, we're going to talk about Backdoor Taft? We're going to talk about Backdoor Oh, I forgot about Backdoor Taft. No, this is, uh, my friend of the show, Justin Robert Young, came up with, he used to live in Florida, so he went to Disney World all the time, and they came up with the best way to go to the Hall of Presidents. And it is, wait for a random president, and just fucking start cheering for them. (laughs) I forgot about that. Go crazy, go nuts, and start cheering, because after that, other people will think you have to cheer for your favorite president and join in. So one day, this was also the same day as the great Epcot drunk run, we all went and we split off. It was like 25 of us, and we all split off into sects, like separate groups, and each group had a different president. 
And uh, I think I had, like, Roosevelt or some shit. But then there was a moment where all 20 of us came back together, and they're like, hey, I know we all have our own presidents that we all love, but we're all gonna fucking cheer the hell out of Taft. Every (laughs) single one of us, minute Taft gets mentioned, just starts screaming. And that's when Chaboy had the brilliant idea of, is there a president we should boo? No, that's wrong. But it will be LBJ. And then, but you can't boo, you have to hiss. There is video online. I may put that in the YouTube video of us hissing at LBJ's announcement. You were just, you were just very jealous of his package, is what it was. I was jealous of that LBJ he had, man. Yeah, that, that, that. I'm not kidding. That was apparently a thing. Wait, hold on. Stop. Uh, this is apparently no longer a theme park <laughs> podcast. It's about to be a president, a president wanger podcast. You're saying LBJ had a package? Yeah, he would like invite like reporters into the bathroom to like interview him while he was pissing, just so he could make, <laughs> just so Jesus he could shame them. Christ, hold on. Which president? <laughs> Had the biggest hog. President Milton Berle. <laughs> what the fuck? Power ranking every U.S. president by their dick size? <laughs> the presidential penis a short he- history? <laughs> Calling it a short history. Oh, man. Unfortunately, number 44 is, in fact, Harry S. Truman. Extremely small dick move to nuke Japan. Alright, let's scroll all the way to the bottom. Number one, big dick energy from a president, Teddy fucking Roosevelt. Well, that's more of like a personality, I think. think. Yeah, this is more big dick energy. Um, wait, hold on. Now I'm on it. You can make the... You can make the case that having a big dick is like having class. If you have to tell everyone you have it, you probably don't. But in LBJ's case, I think he talked incessantly about his schlong because it really was the length of his forearm. There's there's literally audio that they had to save in the uh, Library of Congress of him on the phone with a tailor. Like, hey, you have to make sure my pants fit properly because I I can't fit in I got linked to a Gawker article that says LBJ was obsessed with his dick. <laughs> the 36th president reportedly, reportedly refused to accept staff arguments that outfitting the shower with the demanded features, including one nozzle aimed directly at the president's penis, would require a great deal of plumbing work. If I could, mo- <laughs> if I could move 10,000 troops in a day, you can certainly fix the bathroom any way I want it, Johnson told staff. <laughs> Oh my god, I want this to be the sequel to Hamilton. <laughs> and it's just LBJ and his dick, and that's it. Man, Handle we, a ton. Man, we earned that explicit tag on iTunes this episode, <laughs> didn't we, Jim? Uh, so Jim yeah, I think Mur- that was 30 minutes, too. <laughs> we did it! Uh, so, Jim, where can they Ooh. find you on the internet? Um, uh... I don't, uh, I'm apparently smart on Twitter. I don't know if that so much applies anymore after the last five minutes of this podcast. And you can find me at Big Dick Energy, LBJ, or at Scotty Mo, S-C-O-T-T-Y-E-M-O. Buy all my books on Amazon, the Quasar Corp Trilogy, BS vs. the Gods, or pick up a free copy of any of them on audiobook at audible.com slash B, or audibletrial.com slash B-S-Net-Y. 
work. So check that out. Check out all the other shows at aloadofpurebs.com. And remember to support us either by picking up merch at merch.aloadofpurebs.com, which may have a LBJ got a huge dick shirt coming soon. <laughs> Or, of course, by supporting us on Patreon, patreon.com slash a load of BS. It's where you can support us. You get access to our exclusive Discord. You get shouted out on the show of your choice every single week. So check that out, ladies and gentlemen. And remember to find all of our older seasons online at opposite-attractions.com. And remember to find Jim and me on Twitter at Opat Show. That's spelled O-P-P-A-T-T. S-H-O-W. Are you down with O-P-P? <laughs> <laughs>